the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Okay, so today's episode is all about relationships, what they mean, and if there's not if there's something not working in one of our relationships. Typically, we think of romantic relationships, intimate relationships, but this is about all relationships. So whichever one comes to mind for you, at the minute you might be having an issue with a work relationship, family, neighbours, an online relationship, it might be a romantic relationship, it might be in the past or it might be in the present, but you know you'll already have an idea of who you want to work on today. And as you know, I study the books A Course in Miracles and it's this philosophy that we're going to look at today. Not what society teaches us about relationships and about love and how it should be and what it all means, but we're going to look about the truth of relationships and love. And when we're presented with issues and when we're overwhelmed with emotion, what it actually means And honestly, this should be included on the school curriculum because it would just save us many years of pain and suffering. So you'll know what it's like when you meet somebody new and it's amazing and you're you're just living on, it's like you're living on a different planet, isn't it? You just feel great. You've got an abundance of energy. You wear your best clothes. You just feel great, don't you, about the world, about yourself. And then something happens and relationships start over time to die a little and become less of a uplifting place and quite unfulfilled at times. So what happens then? We meet and we get on so well and we think we'll be happy forever. And then life happens, lockdown happens, finances, stress gets in the way. And instead of just looking at somebody and seeing their good and seeing the good within them, we start to see other things in that other person. It's almost like somebody's put a veil in front of our eyes and said, okay, you're not seeing all the great stuff in this person. You're now going to see all of their flaws. And then it's funny how You'll know we've talked about this before, how the world sets us up to focus on what we've not got, what's not enough, what's wrong in other people. It always takes the emphasis off ourselves. And today we're going to bring it right back to us. So what happens when life gets in the way? When relationships get hard, it's tempting to think, and I'm sure you've felt like this, oh, this person isn't right for me anymore. Maybe it's time to move on but maybe not. And whenever I work with a couple, and sometimes couples come to me and say, you know, that they're in this whole conundrum of, should we stay or should we leave? Are we right for each other now? Are we not right for each other? And most people have this this conversation within themselves for weeks, for months. It can be for years. It can be for a decade or two before people actually do anything about it. But all of this is just suffering that we don't really need to experience. And when we know the meaning of it, we can then work through it. So yes, today we're going to learn about the metaphysical meaning 
of relationships so we can really understand what their purpose is and what they're trying to teach us instead of you know we think that they're causing us pain it's actually what they're trying to teach us as you know we've just mentioned it then that at the beginning of a relationship it's all rosy people are on the best behavior there's happiness there's joy there's connection but then stuff starts to come up we start to feel less of these joyful feelings and what the course teaches us is that when any feelings come up that aren't like this when issues come up where we might be jealous we might be angry we might be frustrated at the other person then it's kind of like a detox and any issue that we haven't resolved in the past that we brought into this relationship it's just not come up yet then the other person is there to bring it up and they will bring it up because we've attracted them to bring it up so the ego in us then starts to blame the other person for our problem so we think well they're not pulling the weight or they're going out too much with the friends maybe before lockdown they're not doing this they're not doing that in line with how we think they should behave and we start to build walls very small at first we start to lay the foundations of resentment and frustration at the other person and really when we start to feel these feelings it's almost like relationships become a hospital for our soul it's like i'm laughing it's not funny at all but when we're in the midst of it and we're so caught up in it if we're not aware of material like this then we we can become lost in the pain and the suffering for absolutely years on end and it just doesn't need to be this way the ego in us the small self within us the one that feels victimized the one that feels fear and anxiety it focuses and sees the issues and the pain it focuses on the issues in the other person and then all it can sort of get in its head is their unhappiness and the the arguments and it feels a disconnection and says maybe it's time you need to leave this relationship because the purpose of the ego is always for us to seek love but never actually find it so weirdly it's not protecting us the ego it's actually self sabotaging us it wants us to find love it wants us to find a great relationship so we get one but then when it starts to get a bit tough it starts to ask us maybe it's time you left and this is where our higher self actually if we were tuned into it would say hmm this is good and why is that why is part of us wanting to run away and part of us is thinking this is good and it's because whatever comes up in that detox whether it's anger whether it's cynicism whether it's frustration that's our stuff that's coming up to be healed so that we can grow but the ego doesn't want us to grow it wants us to stay small and living in fear and when we hit a point where we think maybe we should leave that's when we have hit our brick wall internally and this is when i work with clients and when they hit these brick walls these unresolved issues from the past this is it this is what we're working on and when we start to uncover this 
this is when relationships and every area of the life starts to transform because they're working on the cause now. They're not looking at the effect of whatever loveless thinking they've got on going on in the head. They're actually determined to work on the cause. The ego will always point out the faults of the other person. It will say things like, if only she would do that, if only he stopped doing that, if only she would behave like this, if only he would say this to me. I mean, that's not a good foundation. That's not good soil to build a lasting relationship on. And once we've done some work work one-to-one, whether it's coupled, whether it's in groups, we start to identify, like I said, the cause, and that's what's happening with inside of us. So when we hit our brick wall, and everybody's brick walls are different, we start to question, instead of should I stay, should I leave, the question becomes, and that might still be the answer to stay, or the answer might be to leave, but the question now becomes, what am I not giving So when I hit my brick wall, what do I go into? What's my trigger and what emotion do do I go into? What's my part in this? And people leave so quickly these days. The images in the world, in social media, about how love should be and how rosy it should be and, and just what love involves, it misses out this part of the work. It's almost like the work is meeting somebody and then it's all fine. But I always say that marriage and relationships are once we've committed to that person, that's when the relationship begins. That's when the stuff really happens. A Course in Miracles says that when we're so focused on the faults of someone else and we're thinking we need to get as far away from that person as possible, the Course is saying the exact opposite. And there's a line that I always come back to it always, you know, one of those lines, you just remember a quote that you remember. So when, remember when the ego is saying you need to get as far away from that person, they're not right for you, they're not providing, they're not meeting your needs. This, the higher self within you is actually saying, hear not this now. Which means we're not in our right minds. We're in ego, dense, limited, negative thinking. And the ego, like I said before, is the part where self-sabotage comes from. So we can potentially, at this point, leave a relationship that has the potential to be amazing when we work through the issues and we're committed to working through the issues, knowing that issues will come up and that's absolutely fine. When we're committed to doing that and we go with the statement, the quote, hear not this now, the eagle will be screaming at us, telling us to leave, telling us somebody, there's somebody else there better. So the ego, again, wants us to seek but never truly find love. Because if we were to actually find love, then we would be living in the present moment and we would be being. The ego would then not be needed at all and it doesn't want that. It wants to survive, so it's fighting for its survival. So if we don't work through these issues with this person and we think, right, my anger's coming up, we start to realise, you know, the patterns, the anger, the frustration, how we're cynical, how we're sarcastic, that can be one. When we hit that barrier and we're now willing to look at the cause instead, then that's when we heal. If we don't do that work then, 
then we'll move on to the next person and it will be great for a while and then those same issues will come up with that person. So the course is actually saying, you know, you can learn through joy or pain, but you are going to learn. So you either get this now and we get it right now or we wait another few months, another few years until we actually get this right. And it's a little bit like stopping something once it gets hard. So have you ever started a business, had an idea? Have you ever started something, a podcast or whatever it is and you've stopped when it got hard, when you didn't see the results as quickly as you'd expected? So you were like full of enthusiasm at the start and then you lost it and you're now thinking about the next move, the next business, the next job and It's like when diamonds and jewels are just on the other side of the door, if we just kept digging, what if we just dug for one more day, we'd reach them. So let's look at how we sort this out, how we sort relationships out that we feel have got issues in them. When our head is in a place of pain and we're thinking of leaving because it's not right and we're looking at what the other person's doing, let's look at how we change this. So relationships are the key, one of the key fundamentals of life. They underpin every aspect of life because don't forget that relationships aren't just you and your husband and your partner or your wife. It's relationships to life, to other people, to the world, to parents, to siblings, to children, relationships to our work, relationships to everything And it's the same fundamentals that underpin them all. So if we get it right in one area, then all of them magically transform at the same time. It's like an emotional ground from which we live in. So the first prayer that we can go into, just a request, if you don't like the word prayer, that's fine, just request statement, is to call on, some people are fine with the word God, source, love, power, Mary, Jesus, whoever, whatever power in the universe you connect with, it might be an aunt, a late aunt or a late grandma, whatever you connect with, it's to connect with that source and just say, you know what, you know I'm neurotic in relationships. If there's ever an area that I am likely to mess up, it's in one of my relationships and help me because I don't know how to be in a relationship. I don't know how to behave and get my needs met because we can't see our own best interests. We don't know always what the answers are. We're in this state, this emotional state, and we don't know what the other side looks like. And the funny thing is, is that the person we love the most or the person we're with or we want to be with, this is the one that will trigger us the most and bring up all of our pain pain from the past, pain that was still carried forward now, pain that we will take into the future if we don't heal it and look at our triggers and our walls. Love brings up everything unlike itself. That's key to remember. So love stirs every emotion within you that doesn't resonate with love. And it can feel really painful and that's why relationships can feel really painful at times but you can't bring the light to the darkness by just knowing some theory. You've got to bring the darkness to the light. That's what it means by the detox. So the ego sees the stuff and wants to leave, 
But the higher self within us is saying, yes, stay, because this could be magical. This could be where I finally get to experience everything I've always wanted. The joy within me, the peace within me, the fulfillment. And it's almost like the course describes as the ego is like a pretty picture frame. It's got diamonds in it. We value the frame and the diamonds that are all around it. We think, oh, it's a beautiful frame. And inside the frame, there's nobody there yet because we've not got a picture. And we sort of define who we want this picture to be of. We define who's within it, how they should behave, how we want them to show up. And after the honeymoon period, when stuff comes up and the modern world tells us that it's wrong now, the honeymoon period is fake and then reality sets in and that's when relationships die. You know, don't worry, no, nobody has a happy marriage. You know, you can't be happy after being with somebody for that long. I mean, that's what the world teaches us. And if you've got any beliefs like that, it's worth exploring them and maybe writing them down just to see what your beliefs are around relationships. What did you learn as a child? What have you seen? The Course in Miracles says it's the other way around. So it's where we see past people's flaws because deep down we know that they're good and we accept them if they do mess up. And it's like the honeymoon period it describes as being like spontaneous enlightenment it's like so good it's like we've been taken to another level and it's so good and it's so euphoric that we almost want to stay there but it's we, we don't it's like the drug we come down we have the the low the next day and the world tells us that the honeymoon period can't last forever but the course says that our whole life can be one long honeymoon period on steroids and when we do this work and we hit our walls and we know what our barriers to love are, then they can be and they are. I've seen it so many times. I've experienced it myself. Everybody has broken parts and we can heal them through joy or through pain, but they are going to come up. So like I said before, we either do it now or we keep waiting for the next person, the next person, hoping that our issues will suddenly disappear but they'll still be there. We still need to work through them at some point. So think about it now. You're with your partner, your husband, your wife, your partner, and your trigger might be to get angry, to get cynical, frustrated, impatient, sarcastic. You might want to change them. You might wish they behaved differently. You know it. And whatever comes up for you, this is your detox and you've now got an amazing opportunity to look at it and to heal it. So asking to connect with whatever you connect with, to ask for the anger to be taken from you. That's not an easy option. That's not, this, this isn't easy stuff to do. This is why a lot of people don't do it. It's not a quick fix or hiding from life. This is where life starts to take off. And people say, you know, like, what if you're thinking now? oh, this sounds too easy just to hand it over, hand over my anger, hand over how I always get really sarcastic and put people down. You know, we might laugh at people, put them down. That's our wall, that's our barrier. And it's not to say that when we hand it over to whatever we believe in saying, I can't, on my own, I can't remove this behavior. My anger is almost too deep. I don't know where it came from. I don't want to analyze it, but I'm going to hand it over and trust that I'll be guided. And people think that that's easy, like spirituality is an easy cop out of life. But it's not. Because what happens next 
is that every place, person, situation that could piss us off and make us angry is on its way. And now we start to think that life gets worse, but actually it's just part of the detox, it's part of the hospital for the soul. Everything's coming up, it's like, oh, finally I can release. We get all this stuff off us. We're now awake, we're wide awake so we can see what's going on inside of us. We're not focusing so much on the other person and we're now back to focusing on ourselves. What do we need to do? How do we need to change? It's about changing ourselves on a level of cause and how we react to people and how we react to life. And it's like, say if you've ever been with a boyfriend or girlfriend and you've just you've just felt like they're not doing what you want them to do. They're not showing up like you want them to show up. And you can get quite resentful of the behaviour and quite angry about it. And once you've said a prayer like this, it's uncanny how you will notice, you will be shown the opposite. So you might go to an event or you might know somebody, you might bump into somebody, you might be sat at a cafe and watching another couple and you'll see the opposite of how it could be. So you might see a couple that are getting along and you know that are having a conversation and it, it might get a little bit heated but instead of one of them getting angry they deal with it really well really respectfully in a way that you could only dream of handling it you'll be shown you'll be guided you might be guided to a book you might be guided to a person a coach something that can help you to clean up what you've brought from the past it doesn't need to be one of these things where you know, we delve into the past and we work out who we got it from and why. That almost doesn't matter. We need a little bit of information, but a lot of the work these days on relationships is all about who to blame. And once we accept and acknowledge that this is where we're at, then that's when we claim our power. That's when we're being victorious. We're saying, okay, we get it. We we know we've been hurt in the past, but this is our issue now. And we're willing to, we're willing to do something about it. So by knowing that everybody wants to be loved, deep down, fundamentally, everybody wants to be loved, to heal and to experience love, knowing full well that stuff will come up and it doesn't mean that things are wrong. Yes, sometimes it's right to leave, but sometimes it's not right to leave, it's too soon. The ego triggers us, we react in pain and we ask to be helped in healing where we can't do it on our own. And that's the point. So we're now aware, we're now aware that some relationships, one, two, ten, might not be working in our life, all of them might not be working. And now it's up to us to go inside and to surrender whatever comes up and say, you know what, we can't do this on our own, we're willing to be guided. And just watch what happens. There's an internal shift in you, it means you're healing on a level of cause and just watch what happens. I'm not even going to tell you what could happen. Just watch what happens and let me know how amazing it is and what amazing results you get. So I'll see you on the other side of the guided visualisation. So relax as always. Be warm, be comfortable where you won't be disturbed and just really let yourself go and get into the meditation. Okay, so it helps to close your eyes and just start to bring your attention onto your breath. 
Breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. Breathe in through your nose and breathe out. And just keep coming back to this breath. Nice, regular, flowing breath. And now bring to mind somebody that you're in a relationship with. Somebody where there might be an issue, some tension, some struggle. The person that you're thinking of now is the one. If there's more than one, that's fine. If you're struggling to pick through all of the people that have come to mind, then that's fine. Just see this person or these people in front of you. And then feel yourself connected to the power of the universe. It's like plugging a lamp in. So imagine your hand is touching the wall and you're plugging yourself into an energy, to a supply that you don't even know how it works. But you just feel connected. It's like you know deep down that somebody is looking after you. However, this person, this presence appears to you. It might be a light, it might be Mary, Jesus, Buddha, it might be God, it might just be a feeling of love. And then say, I don't know how to handle this situation. On my own, I can't resolve it. I hand it over and I'm willing to see it differently. Please show me what I need to know. And then almost imagine you're handing over the issue in your mind. You're putting it on an altar, on a table, on a beautiful table that's decorated gorgeously with candles and flowers. You place your problem on that table. And you feel like a weight's been lifted off you. The tension in that relationship, whatever's going on, the disconnect, you've just handed that problem over, knowing that you will be guided. And just feel relaxed, feel calm, feel centered. And now bring to mind an emotion that this other person creates within you. That when this person that you're thinking of or these people do something, that there's an emotion that triggers within you. What's your wall? Is it anger? Is it cynicism? Is it sarcasm? Is it doubt? Do you doubt the other person? Is it frustration, impatience? Whatever your wall is, hand over that emotion and be willing to see it differently. Say, I am willing to see this differently. 
show me what I need to know. We don't need to know why or how. We'll be guided and now we've asked we'll be wide awake and aware. We might watch a movie and we'll see another couple acting in the way we want to act. If our wall is jealousy, we might meet a couple that just adjust there's no jealousy issues between them at all and you'll be amazed watching this couple interact and that's you being shown you might read a book you might be guided to a coach to a healer to an article to a piece of music to a song lyric you'll be guided to something because you're fully aware and just see this beautiful table filled with flowers and candles and hand over this brick wall that you hit each time. Doesn't matter how long you've hit it for. And just imagine now those weights being lifted from your shoulder. You're free. It doesn't mean to say you'll never feel angry or jealous again but you've done an amazing step, an amazing milestone. You shifted so much. And every time you experience this same emotion now, you will start to react differently. And this is where relationships change. This is where they change and transform. And this is where life begins to take off in every area. Forgive yourself for where you think you've not got it right in the past. Forgive others for where you think they've not got it right in the past. Take a big inhale and exhale and release. and let go and when you're ready bring your attention back into your body begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes and when you're ready open your eyes thanks so much for listening today I hope you enjoyed it and the guided visualisation There's more of the same in my book, More Than a Mindset, which is out now on Amazon and Kindle. There's more episodes that you can go through that we've we've done in the past. And there'll be another episode again next week. So have a fabulous week and I'll see you again next week. Bye.